0: First Samuel 13, 1 Samuel 13:1 through 7. Saul lived for one year and then became king. And when he had reigned for two years over Israel, Saul chose 3,000 men of Israel. 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash in the hill country of Bethel. And 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. The rest of the people he sent home, every man to his tent, Jonathan defeated the garrison of the Philistines that was at Geba and the Philistines heard of it. And Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land saying, let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard it and said that Saul had defeated the garrison of the Philistines and also that Israel had become a stench to the Philistines and the people were called out to join Saul at Gilgal and the Philistines mustered to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and troops like the sand on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped in Michmash to the east of beth And when the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the people were hard-pressed, the people hid themselves in caves and in holes and in rocks and in tombs and in cisterns. And some Hebrews crossed the fords of the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal and all the people followed him trembling. Mm. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Well now the scene has shifted. Yeah. To Saul. Yes. <laughs> Saul and his deeds. The the train is off
1: the tracks now. <laughs> the people have realized that they they done messed up yeah. and it's uh starting to come to fruition now. Yeah.
0: So this is uh, you know, it's an interesting little section so jonathan has some success is what we see Mm -hmm. um he defeated the philistines at this one part but then it turns to saul uh seemingly triumphantly Mm -hmm. blowing the trumpet and people come out to join him but basically they're totally outnumbered (laughs) yeah it seems like what is trying to be communicated here is that uh a little premature mm. uh, of a trumpet blowing, yeah yeah um and and now they're in big trouble, and so everyone's hiding, and um it's just interesting that it ends with and the people followed him trembling mm. um now sometimes we see in the Bible the word tremble used almost in like a positive way, mm-hmm. um, you know, fear the Lord and serve him with trembling uh psalm two says that work out your salvation with fear and trembling. But this kind of like following him with trembling, I mean, it seems to be like not confident, mm-hmm. um, not like in awe of Saul and his might, but more like, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Yeah, We're yeah. in actual trouble now. Um, So I don't know. Any What do you think uh, in this little section, like some things that we can at least draw from it? Yeah. I
1: mean, so we see, Jonathan, who that when you know the whole picture of the book, you know that this is going to be a really important figure later on. And I I was actually interested by this line in verse six, where it talks about the people hiding themselves hmm. in caves and holes and in rocks and tombs and in cisterns and. Saul, all the people behind, you know, his whole company is trembling. Mm -hmm. And it actually makes me think back a few chapters when Samuel goes to anoint Saul as as king before all the people. Mm -hmm. They can't find Saul after the lots land on him. Hmm. And where is he but hiding in the baggage?
0: Interesting. And so
1: it's kind of like this interesting full circle moment where uh, Saul has sort of gone back into this posture of hiding Mm -hmm. and fear after this brief moment of being exalted and, you know, having all the might and and muster around him. And, you know, it's, I think a lot of this is because the hearts of the people, you know, there's, there's something about a guilty conscience that is given to fear Mm -hmm. and intimidation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think this is, you know, related to the people know that they are not, in good standing Mm -hmm. with God Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that they have been unwise. And so as this battle arises where at first there's this great success followed by sort of this reversal, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, the people are very fickle. So, yeah, it's, and it's, it's such a, I mean, it's it's like playing out what was talked about yesterday and the day before, especially Mm -hmm. two days ago in, in the middle of, chapter 12 um where like he, samuel was just kind of describing the arrogance of the people and almost like the emptiness um in in the, the end of chapter 12 um of what the people were trusting in mm-hmm. and now we're we're getting a glimpse i think of that in like real time yeah um it's fulfilling what was foreboded against them mm-hmm. and again it's just another you know encouragement Towards us to to recognize the the eventual uh, defeat that you know our idols will lead us into, mm-hmm. um, and I think we'll continue to see that as we as we read more about Saul and and how he's not he's not a reflection of who God is and how God would rule. Yeah, um, which it's interesting you see David talk a lot about that at the end of his reign. Um, of just what good leadership looks like and what a godly king looks like. And um, and ultimately, I think that's yeah. ruling and reigning as Jesus does, um, the way God would. And yeah. Saul is not that king.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think one of the things about anxiety or fear is that it really reveals where we run mm-hmm. for comfort and for stability. You know, how do we seek to regain control And in tomorrow's reading, Saul, you know, right now, he's got his back against the wall. His people have lost their heart. He's lost his swagger. And so we're going to kind of see, we have this promise from the Lord. If the people will just stay devoted to the Lord, if Saul will stay devoted to the Lord, it will go well for them. And so we're going to see in this moment of anxiety and fear and confusion, where do they look Mm -hmm. and what does particularly where does Saul look? What does he seek for uh, comfort and
0: for, you know, deliverance? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great uh, lead in into uh, tomorrow's reading. Uh, I'll just read the end of verse 21 um, here, just as a reminder. And do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Verse 21. And do not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver. Mm. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jeremy Brooks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant.
1: And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings, or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.